0: Welcome to another episode of Search News You Can Use with me, Dr. Marie Haynes. We have had a bunch of Google updates in the last few weeks and months, the helpful content update, the September core update, product reviews update, and not one, but now two spam updates, the second one being link spam. In the last few months, there have been many important changes to Google search algorithms, Even if none of those updates affected you, there are so many other things that likely are impacting your traffic. In this video, we're gonna cover not just the Google updates that happened, but also things like Google Explorer topic filter bubbles, and continuous scroll on desktop search, and just good old plain holiday shopping traffic, shopping SERPs have changed dramatically. My name is Dr. Marie Haynes. I used to be a veterinarian. Fifteen years ago, I started learning about Google search, and what started as a hobby grew into a really, really fun career. I've traveled the world speaking about Google search algorithms. I've helped thousands of businesses improve in ways that Google not only approves of, but loves to reward. Uh, I don't really know why I'm so obsessed with trying to understand how Google works. It, It sounds corny, but I really think it's because the knowledge that we learn from understanding Google can allow us to help so many people. This week, Google announced a new spam update. This one focuses on link spam. This update leverages the power of spam brain to neutralize the impact of unnatural links on search results. This is significant because it turns out that spam brain has not been used for links in the past. I was wrong in my prediction. I thought that Google had used it for the October spam update, but this is the first time we're seeing them use spam brain for links other than for edge cases. I published a book this week, Good Time right? Uh, talking all about Google spam updates. You can get it at mariehaines.com slash spam book. Google says now that they're unleashing the power of spam brain uh, on not only nullifying unnatural links that are pointing to a website, but also to determine which links coming from a website are there just to try and manipulate Google. I hear people saying, well, Google's been saying for years that they can tell which links are unnatural. And yet building links that break Google's guidelines, for some people it's still working. So is Google just trying to scare us? Is is that what they're doing? You know, a lot of people are saying they're not really going to be able to catch all link building and nullify it. Well, I want to say, this again is the first update that uses the power of spam brain, which is AI-driven on links. I talk in my book about how I think spam brain works. I truly do believe Google will be able to nullify links that were built just because of SEO. I'm seeing a little bit of evidence, perhaps, of the link spam update having an impact so far. But as I record this, we're just one day into the update, so it's too early to discuss it just yet. The rollout of the December link spam update will take about two weeks, so it's worth keeping an eye on any changes or impacts that it might have on your site. If you were hit, You are not likely to recover by using Google's disavow tool. Uh, Already my book is outdated because I suggested using the disavow tool. If you were hit by a a spam update severely, maybe it's not a bad idea. Uh, Google says though that this update nullifies link spam. They did not mention it being a penalizing algorithm. The losses that sites are seeing now, if you are seeing losses, are because links that used to help you are no longer counting in Google's algorithms. Another update that's still in progress right as I'm recording this is the December Helpful Content Update, also known as the December HCU. This update is the first since the initial rollout of the Helpful Content system since August 25th. The December update of the Helpful Content system, it's aimed at rewarding websites with helpful and high quality content and to discourage sites from producing vast amounts of content that really only exists because of search engines engines. So far in my data, I do have a few sites that might be affected, but I haven't seen any obvious really, really dramatic hits so far. It's still rolling out though, and it's possible that we might see some more changes by the time the update ends. I think that we will. If you were hit by the first HCU, you might get the classifier lifted off your site with this one. So you might see improvements if you've been working to improve your site. I believe we're just seeing the start of the HCU. Google has given us a load of questions that we can use to assess our content with this system. And we're so far only, we've only heard of cases, uh, at least that I can recall, where sites were hit because maybe they've used large amounts of AI written content rather than high quality stuff. I want to emphasize it's not probably the AI content that got these sites affected. It's just that if you remove the AI content, there's not much there. There's not much unique original value in most of these pages. These questions that Google gives us, they talk about expertise and depth of knowledge. There's much, much more to come with the helpful content system. I am sure of that. It will be challenging to determine if you were impacted by this update because there's so much going on in Google search right now. Also on December 5th, the same day as the HCU, Google announced that desktop searches are now continuous scroll. They did this on mobile a while back. It's currently only for English searches in the U.S., I checked a few clients and I did not notice any obvious changes in click-through rates for the clients that I checked. Some sites though I think might see pages that used to rank near the bottom of what used to be page one actually do worse now, or pages that used to rank at the top of page two might get more clicks, but it's going to be really, really hard to assess the impact of continuous scroll on Google search rankings and traffic that comes to your site. Your rankings actually should not change. If you were position 15 before continuous scroll, you're still position 15 now. The only thing is that you're on the first page now instead of the second page. So I do think that that's going to change searcher activity. Another development to be aware of is the launch of Google Explore, which currently is only available on mobile devices. I would imagine this is coming to desktop too at some point. Explore allows users to discover new content and information on topics that they're interested in. And the results look way different than regular search results. From what I've seen so far, the sites promoted in Explore tend to be those with strong signals of expertise, authority, and trustworthiness, E-A-T. If you have E-A-T, Explore could potentially provide new opportunities for website owners with high-quality content. But for a lot of sites, I think that Explore is really hurting your traffic uh, that's coming from Google. There are so many sites for which tools like Ahrefs are reporting huge drops in traffic estimates, but no drop in keyword rankings. Many of these drops started around November 15th. It turns out that November 15th is when we started noticing a lot of Explore results appearing in Google's search results more often. It's possible that people that would have visited your website before are now tapping on Explore results, and those results don't take people directly to websites, they take them to more Explore results so people can explore topics. Someone who I'd love to chat with about Explore Results is Barry Adams. Barry does a lot of work with sites that uh, have a lot of EAT. Mostly news publishers is who he works with. And this is the type of site that often will appear in Explore. This week, Barry Adams and also Rebecca Thomasis are on Wix's Serps Up podcast, hosted by Morty Oberstein and Crystal Carter. If you like my podcast, you're probably going to love that podcast as well. I'd really recommend that you give it a listen. You can find that at wix.com slash SEO slash learn slash podcast. And I want to thank Wix for sponsoring this episode. There's even more though that Google changed that might be impacting your traffic. Searchers might be tapping on topic filters after doing their search. Google announced these topic filters on December 6th, one day into the helpful content update rollout. They're not connecting to the helpful content rollout at all. These topic filters or bubbles, they show relevant topics at the top of a search and they help users narrow down their search. For example, if users uh, search for something like dinner ideas, they might see topics such as healthy or easy. Or vegetarian, and those are little filter bubbles that users can tap on to change their search and access even more search results. This new feature highlights the importance of understanding and optimizing for topics in addition to keywords. I think a lot of SEOs are going to drastically, they're going to need to drastically change the way that they do keyword research. We should really, really be putting emphasis on understanding the topics that are associated with the subjects that we cover and the subtopics and all of the things that should be related. Uh, You need to know what topics are important to your audience, and then you need to become the best source of information on that topic, and that is going to increase your chances of ranking for those topics. There's a lot that we can learn as SEOs from what topics, uh, from looking at what topics are appearing in our search results. And there's still more. We need to be paying attention to the increasing popularity of chat GPT as a search tool. This new AI tool was launched by OpenAI this week. Many people, myself included, have started using ChatGPT to find information and answers to their queries instead of turning to Google and finding their answer on a website. While some have speculated that ChatGPT might eventually compete with Google in the search market, the bigger concern that I have is for website owners. It's for the potential loss of traffic that used to come from search engines. As more users turn to ChatGPT for their information needs, traditional search engines are going to see a decline in the number of search queries and then the resulting traffic to websites. So is Google now going to compete with ChatGPT? I talk about this in my newsletter this week. They've apparently got the capabilities. They've got Lambda, which we've talked about, you know, the risk of, is it sentient? It's not. It's just a really, really good chatbot. The problem, though, is that there's big concern for inaccuracy that Google doesn't want to risk. It's one thing, if I use ChatGPT as a tool and I ask it something and it's inaccurate, I can say, well, that's just a tool. That's a risk that I'm taking. With Google search, people need to be able to rely on the answers that they're getting. It's also expensive for Google. It's more expensive to return uh, chat results than the way that they currently return search results. And it doesn't fit with Google's current monetization model. I have no doubt that Google can and likely will be producing a a version of chat. I saw that Neva search is going to be soon offering a similar version. Version that just appears at the top of your search results. And I expect that Google will do something like that at some point, but maybe not that soon. I've shared a bunch of things on my Twitter feed this week and also in newsletter showing how we can use chat GPT to help with a lot of the things that we do as SEOs. On top of all this, as we enter the holiday season, it's worth considering how the holiday season impacts the search results. The SERPs always change at this time of the year, as Google might trend towards ranking authoritative transactional sites, and that's normal. I hear all sorts of stories of people who ranked number one, and then when Christmas comes along, all of a sudden they're number two behind Amazon. There's a reason for that. Google is just trying to show people what people tend to click on. Uh, There have been wild changes in what options searchers have for shopping as well. This could be, and probably should be, a whole episode in itself. It would not surprise me if on top of all of this, Google runs another core update soon. Just before I started recording this, I got news that the quality Raiders guidelines have updated, which is like one of the biggest days of the year for me, and I have barely looked at them yet. EAT is now apparently E-E-A-T. Eat? I don't know. I, I can't. There's so many things that I can laugh about with that. Uh, I think yeet is going to be something that I'm going to be talking a lot about for, <laughs> for, for the weeks to come. Uh, the extra E in E-A-T now stands for experience. And there's a difference between experience and expertise. For example, you might, uh, there might be queries where you require an answer from somebody with expertise. If I am trying to determine what dose of medication to take, I probably want a website that has enough expertise to advise me on that. But if let's say I got diagnosed with something and I want to go to a discussion forum with people talking about how they were helped, how they, uh, you know, handled this condition, then that. That's something where life experience is a different thing than having expertise. So I'm really excited to see how Google is going to be rewarding this. I am sure I'm going to be breaking this down significantly over the weeks to come and sharing how we can demonstrate experience in ways that Google will want to reward. For some sites, it may be very difficult, if not impossible, to determine why traffic is down. If you want to improve the quality of your website, what's important to remember is that the key to success, it doesn't matter what updates Google's doing, whether there's a link spam update, if you are doing things like Google says they want to reward, then you are going to have success. The key to success in search is to focus on creating high quality, helpful content. While it might be difficult to determine the exact cause of a traffic drop, following Google's guidelines and demonstrating expertise, authoritativeness, trustworthiness, and now experience can help improve your site's performance in search results. In most cases, producing content that fully meets the immediate needs of a searcher and does better than anyone else online will be the most effective way to rank well. As I study the latest changes in the QRG, I will be sharing more insights and tips on how to demonstrate experience and expertise on your website. So stay tuned for future episodes. You can reach me at mariehaines.com slash contact. You can buy my book on improving your site by using Google's quality raters guidelines or my books on link spam at mariehaines.com slash products. If you want to keep learning about Google's algorithms, I've got loads on my YouTube channel. I would suggest watching. The video on the September Core update, the second one that I did analyzing the September Core update, not the first one, although it's good too. It talks about machine learning and how I think Google is promoting websites that are fully meeting the needs of searchers. And the other uh, that I would recommend watching is on the October Link Spam update. I hope this episode has helped you. I hope you are keeping sane in the midst of all these crazy Google updates. And I wish you the best of luck with your rankings.